Hey guys, my name is Nora Franch and welcome to the podcast, Grateful Blessed Mess, daily reflections for those in the 12 steps. I am a fellow 12-stepper and certified mindset coach, and I am here to introduce you to the value of mindset coaching in your 12-step journey. So if you feel like you are stuck in the steps, if you're slipping and sliding with your abstinence, mindset coaching may help you as it did me, and you can find me at catholicmindsetcoaching.com. These episodes are meant to invite you in to consider the truths of 12-step wisdom and to join in the very real struggle of living them in action. I hope that it feels almost like a mini meeting, and I invite you to contribute your own share on the Grateful Blessedness Facebook group to keep the discussion going. My comments are based on my own experience, so feel free to take what you like and leave the rest. But my hope is to encourage you on your own daily 12-step journey. As they say, you cannot stay clean on yesterday's shower. So without further ado, let's begin. Hey, everyone. We have a new book today. Not a new book for me, but just new to the podcast. I was, I finally found it. <laughs> and this is the page I had bookmarked. So we're going to start here. Um, we're reading today from The Language of Letting Go. It's Daily Meditations for Codependence, written by Melody Beattie. And the... Um, day we're starting with is March 14th, trusting ourselves. And I have a big yes with an exclamation point <laughs> written next to this. So it seemed like a, like I liked it at one point. So <laughs> I was going to give it a go. Trust can be one of the most confusing concepts in recovery. Who do we trust? For what? The most important trust issue we face is learning to trust ourselves. The most detrimental thing that's happened to us is that we came to believe we couldn't trust ourselves. There will be some who tell us we cannot trust ourselves. We are off base and out of whack. There are those who would benefit by our mistrusting ourselves. Fear and doubt are our enemies. Panic is our enemy. Confusion is our opposition. Self-trust is a healing gift we can give ourselves. How do we acquire it? We learn it. What do we do about our mistakes, about those times we thought we could trust ourselves but were wrong? We accept them, and we trust ourselves anyway. We know what is best for us. We know what is right for us. If we are wrong, if we need to change our mind, we will be guided into that, but only by trusting where we are today. We can look to others for support and reinforcement, but trust in ourselves is essential. Do not trust fear. Do not trust panic. We can trust ourselves, stand in our own truth, stand in our own light. We have it now, already. We have all the light we need for today, and tomorrow's light shall be given to us then. Trust ourselves, and we will know whom to trust. Trust ourselves, and we will know what to do. When we feel we absolutely cannot trust ourselves, trust that God will guide us into truth. God, help me let go of fear, doubt, and confusion, the enemies of self-trust. Help me go forward in peace and confidence. Help me grow in trust for myself and you, one day at a time, one experience at a time. Fear, doubt, and confusion. It's very interesting to me. Those are, um, the more I learn about emotions, those are ones that can really be paralyzing. Uh, We get very stuck in them. Those ones come up a lot. And there's really, 
it, it's hard to get out of those. And, and that's interesting to me. Those are ones I fall into all the time, right? I'm, I'm probably not alone in that, but I definitely do. And, and self-trust has been a journey that I'm still on and um, one that I have grown in enormously, I would say. And to be honest, um, when I was really sick, I lied to myself all the time. I'd say, I'm not going to eat that, and then I'd eat that. I'd say, I'm not going to do that, and then I did that. I'd say, I'm going to do this, but then I didn't. And so in a way, I, I, I don't blame myself for not trusting myself because I had finally learned I wasn't going to show up for myself. I wasn't going to follow through on what I said. <laughs> um, like It's almost like I can't, I can't blame myself for deciding not to trust myself because I was untrustworthy. I was acting in ways that were very untrustworthy, not even necessarily with other people, but for the way I showed up for myself. And what this did for me personally was it it caused me to rely excessively on other people, on the discernment of other people, on the confidence of other people. And, and that was very dangerous. Because other people don't know what's best for me. Other people first act in a way that's best for them. Not in an evil way, but like that's just how humans usually are. We, you know, self-protection or just self-preservation is is an instinct. And so I can't depend on other people, especially other people who, I mean, some of them may have loved me, like family and then others may just have been people I thought I could trust because they were in a maybe a position of authority, maybe a teacher or or just someone older or or a boss or something like that. You know, someone who um, was in a just a higher position. And I I took on <clears throat> the identity not of only not just of trusting authority, but to the point where I didn't even trust myself, where I wouldn't question anything. Even people not in authority. I put people in a position of authority simply because they spoke confidently. I think a lot of people do that. You know, I don't think I'm alone in that either, but I really got myself into a place where, where I just assumed all the time I must be wrong, so they must be right. And And not only did I get myself into trouble with that, but that is a very brittle place for a human being to exist. To not be able to trust yourself is is painful, but it's also like contrary to like my human nature. Like I firmly believe I was given, I have a free will. Right, I, I firmly believe that I have this capacity to to think and choose for myself. And what I did was I gave that over. I gave that away to anyone else who seemed like they knew what they were doing. And so it's like, not only is that not good because people can lead you astray, either intending it or not, but it's not good because I literally gave away my greatest superpower. My ability to think and choose for myself. And if I didn't give it away to other people, I gave it away to my disease. 
my that diseased voice in my head that said, you're pathetic, you're disgusting, you can't do anything right. You need to eat that thing right now, right now, right now, right now. You need to do that right now, right now, right now. <clears throat> and I just said, okay, because I had gotten so used to assuming that I didn't know what was the best or the right thing. And so my heart goes out to you if this is part of your own story, if this is part of who you are, it's a it's a very slow process to build that trust back up. And you know this with your relationships with other people. Once trust has been broken, it takes a very long time to repair that break. And so for myself, in learning to trust again, I feel like I have Bambi legs. Like they're all wobbly and jiggly and they don't support me very well a lot of the time. And like a very concrete example of this in program was um, was not too long ago when my sponsor suggested um, like a switch in the way I was doing my program. And it was, I was, <laughs> I, it made me so uncomfortable because it, it put me in a position to be um, less immediately dependent on her and really have to own my own, to be a little bit more independent in the way I was working my program. And, and I remember asking her if like, (laughs) like, are you sure this is a good idea? (laughs) Because I didn't trust myself. I, I was scared I was going to use it as a way to cut corners and create loopholes and to be dishonest, but dishonest in a form of of simply leaving something out instead of being blatantly you know blatantly lying you know a sin of omission right and so this is where I'm at I'm I'm learning how to walk I have my bambi legs but I'm not the person I was when I started program I'm not the person I was who agreed to work with a sponsor and then didn't call when I said I was going to call And I'm not the person who said, I'm not going to eat this and then ate it. And I'm not the person who said, you know, I'll do this and then I didn't. I am a person who now can say, I'm telling you this because I want to be accountable and I'm going to follow up with you on that later. And I'm a person who knows my limitations a little bit more. You know, I know that I still do better when I have someone to be accountable to. And I stay closer to program when I have people talking to me or, or I listen to my, my home or you know, in my home meeting or I'm listening to podcasts and stories on the side and reading my daily readings and things like that. I, I'm learning to know myself better, accept who that is, and then move forward in a position of trust but it was actually I think in program like like this thing with my sponsor it was you know how you've probably have heard in program we will love you until you learn to love yourself when my sponsor started to trust me before I could trust myself and it was almost like she's she's handing that back to me now and it's just a process it's a transformation it's a gift um 
And I think it's something for those of us in program that we all need to grow in, in some capacity or another, because we do have a history of letting ourselves down or of letting other people down. And I think that's part of what either drove us to our disease or kept us in our illness or, uh, or just gives that like disease voice in our mind a lot of ammo to beat us up with. So it's a process. Be gentle with yourself. If you're here, if you're listening to this podcast today, you are putting in some effort. You are putting in some effort and, you know, a way that you can make your program stronger is if something, whatever spoke to you today, call someone, call someone on that phone list and tell them what spoke to you and then ask them what they think about it. And then you have then paid it forward and you've made your strong, your program stronger and the person that you called, even if it's just a voice message that you left. Anyway, I hope that landed with you somewhere. Trusting ourselves. (laughs) There it is again. I'm not trusting myself. I did a decent enough job to give you a takeaway. (laughs) So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to let you go. I hope you have a beautiful day. With that, I pass. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you feel that mindset coaching could help you on your 12-step journey, please feel free to reach out and find me at catholicmindsetcoaching.com. But more than that, it's important to me to give listeners like yourself a place where you do not need to feel alone on your 12-step journey. And for that reason, I've created a Facebook group. It's called Grateful Blessed Mess. And it's a place where listeners can go to add their own commentary on the share for the day in addition to my own. And for us just to have a conversation or start a back and forth where people can find support in their 12-step journey. This is not a replacement for 12-step work. This is something outside of the 12 steps. It is simply something that has a heart for the 12 steps and those who are in it. And so welcome. If you are here, chances are you may also be a bit of a mess. And I hope that you can learn to find some gratitude in the blessings that have come from your messes.